Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Myron Metcalf covers college basketball for ESPN. He joins us now. Myron, what's good, brother? Appreciate the time as always. How you doing, man? Man, uh, everything is good in Memphis. And, and, uh, you know, especially as it relates to the college basketball team. They scored 88 last night, 91-88, and a loss to Alabama, despite making just one free throw, or excuse me, one three-pointer, uh, and despite yeah. losing, you know, DeAndre Williams to, to Fallon out and Kendrick Davis is banged up. Um, what have you made of, you know, the early returns of this Memphis basketball team so far? They're tough. I mean, I, that game, I, I do want to penny maybe regrets pressing. I think they were down four. I want to say near the two-minute mark, and they press, and Bama breaks the press. They get the bucket. It kind of opens the game back up. But they were feisty, couldn't shoot from three-point line, but just stayed in it with an Alabama team that I think can win a national championship. So, you know, to, to me, that was an incredible effort that kind of showcased the growth of this team. Like, you beat an Auburn team, that's a really good Auburn team. You know, you, you, you go and you dismiss a team like Stanford, even Nebraska has had some surprising wins this year. But, you know, you look at this Memphis team and there's not one game, even though through losses where you said to yourself, they're not in it, could have won all three games. It could certainly be an undefeated team. So I think this is a group that has some new parts and they're going to go rolling into conference schedule as a difficult team to for anybody in America, I think, to beat. I think Myron agree with what you said there, and and now two more quad one opportunities. You're talking about conference play will be against that Houston team that, you know, for for everything, even with the Alabama loss, still looks like a, a team that could compete for a national championship this year. In terms of Memphis and coming out of that game, I I think maybe before that game, maybe maybe you you back it up before Auburn, you thought uh, well. Houston's probably going to get two off of you. I mean, Penny took two off of Kelvin last year, so you figure with the way they're equipped, with the way they'll be motivated, they're going to be. But coming out of that Alabama game, I'm, I'm feeling a little different. Where, What kind of run do you think, what kind of game do you think that would be, those two matchups, Memphis and Houston this year, especially consider the fact you played Alabama close, Alabama beat Houston. What do you think? Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. You know, and, and, and Alabama beat Houston mm-hmm. after Houston dominated most of the game. Right. And then Alabama just made that run late. So, yeah, I think Memphis will be right there. I think it's always going to be hard to beat Houston on the road in their building, uh, just the way they play defense and how complete they are as a team. Uh, but I think that's one of those series where you go, you know, you can split with them. And I think if you get a win against a team that could be a number one seed, that, that certainly helps 
everybody. You've got a, a guy, obviously, in Kendrick Davis, who's familiar with Houston and had some great games against him uh, during his career at SMU. I, I do think, though, at some point you're going to have to hit a couple threes mm-hmm. to, to beat the best teams in America. I mean, I think that was the difference yesterday. It wasn't like you got to make, you know, eight for ten, but you hit a couple against Alabama, and now all of a sudden that's not a three-point loss, that's a three-point win. So I do think that weakness is something that could hurt them in those close games down the stretch. Myron, if you split with Houston to go with that, is that enough if you do what you're supposed to do in conference against the rest of the league? Is it enough to get you as an at-large out of that 8-9 slot to where you're playing a number one seed that that next game? I know Lenardi had him as a six yesterday, so a little bit higher. right? But do you think with what you've seen from this team you can get out of that – that eight nine slot if you if you split with Houston. Oh yeah, I mean because you know again you could go into those Houston games, which I think the first one isn't until when February, right? Like mm-hmm. February, I think yep. so. You know that's a team that may not lose a game uh, until then, uh, and I think could be sort of securely in that top spot, maybe the number one overall seed, um, kind of going into that game. And I think if you win that or even split with them at any point, that elevates everything. I think certainly if you're Penny, you're like, man, we're right there with Alabama. Williams fouls out. Kendrick Davis gets hurt. But we're a couple of threes away from that not even being a conversation. I think you beat Alabama. Now you're maybe talking top four or five seed. But there's still room, certainly, to beat a number one overall seed and change your profile. Mari, how good is, is Alabama? Like, what kind of run can man. they make? I saw them in Portland, you know, at the at – the, um, Phil Knight. Uh, Phil Knight Invitational, man. And I saw a lot of them. and. I'm really impressed. I think they might have the highest ceiling in the country. Like, Brandon Miller mm-hmm. is real. I mean, that dude just keeps getting better and better. I haven't seen a lot of freshmen who play with his poise and his confidence. You know, he's just not a dude that gets rattled physically. You know, he's been challenged by some teams, but uh, he just has it all. And I think Javon Quinley is sort of the X factor. Like, remember, Javon Quinley wasn't supposed to come back until maybe January after he tore his ACL last year uh, in March. And he's just been on this crazy road to recovery. Got back earlier than anticipated. And now, if you tell me Javon Quinterly might be your, you know, fourth best player on that team, that's a pretty good group. Uh, and I think they can compete for a national championship for sure. Who's Myron Metcalf's best team in the in the country right now? Is it the UConn team that beat Alabama? Is it is it Purdue? Who is it for your money? It's UConn. I mean, I was there at that UConn Alabama game. It wasn't just that they beat Alabama. They embarrassed Alabama, I think. I mean, they, they really manhandled them. That wasn't a close game at all. And, and the physical component was the difference for Brandon Miller. You know, Adama Sanogo was the guy who yep. kind of changed Brandon Miller's game. Donovan Klingon's real. They got so many good shooters. Like, in talking to coaches, UConn is the most difficult matchup. Um, they're just hard to, to defend because they're good everywhere. And I think if they stay healthy in this landscape, I don't think you have a great team. In college basketball, they have a bunch of good, really good teams. I think UConn, it won't shock me if we get to March and, you know, they look like potentially the team to beat in college basketball. Talking to Myron Mecca, covers college basketball for ESPN. Uh, Texas clearly has a decision on its hands here. Uh, yeah. Chris Beard's been suspended without pay. You know, the point that we made on the show yesterday was that, you know, hey, if this was like 1994, you know, maybe there's a way to, to, to get – him back in this day and age though is there really is there a a way to do it is there b a want to do it by texas officials 
Well, ESPN flew me down here, you know, for this moment. So, I mean, I've been here last couple of days talking to a lot of folks, and I just don't see a path back. I mean, the allegations are, are really severe. And if you read the police affidavit, um, you know, this is an allegation of an attack. You know, this isn't a, a guy who just hit this woman, and that would in and of itself be a terrible thing that could cost him his job. But this is an all-out attack uh, per the allegation. Um, it's a felony offense. And I think the biggest sign of what Texas is going to do is they suspended him without pay. You don't see that in our business. Guys get suspended all the time. You don't see guys get suspended without pay. Because that sort of opens you up to the legal game, potentially, uh, down the road. But I think Texas made a statement when they suspended him without pay. Um, they haven't made any announcements about Rodney Carey being the acting coach for one or two games, just sort of indefinitely at this point. So it's just hard for me to imagine Chris Beard returning. Still a lot of steps in the legal process. You know, he could be indicted. Uh, the, the charges could be reduced. There could be additional charges. And I think also the the woman, his fiance, uh, you know, she is visibly bruised. I think those pictures at some point will will come out. I, I just don't see how Chris Beard gets his job back uh, at Texas. But honestly, if I'm him, I'm I'm certainly uh, equally concerned, if not more concerned, with what happens on the legal side. Yeah. Do you think Myron will look at a situation where a few years down the line, because he is so good at what he does, that a la Hugh Freeze, he'll be put in a position where he can work his way back up, whether it's a small school that takes him, or you think a, you know, a couple of years, a big, a, a larger school will take him? What What do you think happens in terms of his future? Because I'm with you. I think I think Texas has got to separate itself. Would somebody gamble on a on Chris Beard down the road? Um, if he returns as, as sort of a you know a guy who's maybe learned his lesson, possibly, but this isn't NCAA violations. You know, this isn't paying players. This isn't um, some of those things that have put guys in a in a bad spot. I mean, this is an alleged felony level attack of his fiance. Um, I think if someone does decide to do that, you know, you're going to deal with the same scrutiny that a lot of these other guys have faced. I mean, it could be closer to an Art Bryle situation where you try to sneak him in somewhere and all of a sudden the media response and the public response is like, whoa, yeah. you can't hire him, you know? Um, this is bad, man. I, I know, like, if someone who's read the affidavit and talked to a lot of folks, this is really, really bad what Chris Beard has been accused of. Um, and I think his career situation is sort of the last thing on everybody's mind. From the folks you've talked to, just curious, do the fans want to keep him or do they say – no, he's got a role. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the fans I've talked to and heard from have just sort of come to the realization that he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I, okay. I think that's sort of the they attitude. Know. Like, this is a team that's won a national championship. Right. I and mean, this is a team that, at one point, to me, looked like the best team in America, right next to to Houston. Um, so it's not it's a it's a unique situation where we haven't seen. I don't think where mm-hmm. a guy with a team like this throws it all away potentially. Um, so I think you have a lot of fans who are like, how do we keep moving forward? Uh, I was at the Rice game on Monday. They should have lost that game. They nearly did. Um, so clearly there's a different vibe that they're trying to sort of get that momentum back. But I think fans have sort of just come to the you know, conclusion that everyone else has reached, which is he's probably coached his last game at Texas. Uh, I understand that it's his first season, and and uh, I, I suppose every coach deserves a, a little bit early, maybe a lot of grace. But it has been uh, as bad as I can remember for Kenny Payne in Louisville. Um, like it's it's complicated, right? Because it's objectively awful. 
Uh, he's an alum. He's beloved in that community. Is it, How do you even begin to figure that situation out, Myron? It's the worst I've seen, man. You know, I just don't know what to compare it to. Like, and I, and I covered Georgetown last year where I went to Georgetown's like their second to last win last year against Syracuse. And I think they won their next game and then they lost every game for the rest of the season. And it was like, how do you keep Patrick Ewing? Now, I think a big part of them keeping Patrick Ewing is because he's got a $12 million bio. But, you know, Kenny Payne, I just, I don't know, man. It's not working. And the, and the thing about Kenny Payne's situation is, if you said DJ Wagner was coming, if you said some big-time five-star kid was coming, or you knew there was a guy that was going to go into transfer portal that was going to come to Louisville, if you could sort of see that, you'd go, okay. You kind of endure it, and you try to move forward. There's none of that, man. There's no big-time recruit on the horizon. They could legitimately lose every game. I mean, I think maybe they beat Florida A&M next week, but I just – I first started saying there's no way you can put them on a the hot seat because he's Kenny Payne, helped him win the national championship, came back to restore the program's name. They lose every game or every game but one, man. Does anybody want to keep this going? Like, I'm, I'll be interested to see – if Kenny Payne wants to keep doing this, if he only wins a couple of games this year. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And, and then to circle it back to, to Memphis real quick, Myron, just it feels like, and, and you correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you already had it, you know, but that Penny has, has you, you talk about where Kenny Payne is, that Penny who had some questions when you hired him, you know, a lot of the, the status quo folks say, hey, he didn't do it the old school way, is he going to be a success? It feels like he's broken through. Like, I, I just didn't, you know, when Nate Oates shakes his hand after a game or Bruce Pearl, it just feels like that grip's going to be tighter and wrapped in respect now in a way that maybe it wasn't when he first started. I'm not necessarily pointing at those guys as saying they didn't believe, but just that in terms of college basketball's belief level in Penny Hardaway, just based on what you've seen, right, the, these, the, the, the national book on the perspective on Penny Hardaway, the coach, and whether he can do this at a high level. I feel like he's broken through. What what do you think? Yeah, I mean don't 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 get it twisted. That that tighter handshake is about keeping your enemies closer, right? Like he's bigger bigger <laughs> yes. threat. Yes. You know, we're going after the same kids in the transfer portal. We're going after the same kids on the recruiting trail. Uh I see you is what I saw. That was a NATO thing, man. Yeah. You know, I see you. So yeah, I think he's earned that respect. <laughs> Penny, to me though, obviously was in such a unique position because of just what he represented to Memphis, because of what the expectations were. Um, and you got to give administration credit for having his back through it all and for sort of maintaining this this perspective that Penny will get there. And I think you're seeing Penny get there. And I think in a climate where so many of these recruits want to be a part of a big brand and they want to be a part of a show, you know, I think there are a lot of comparisons you could call Penny – College basketball is Deion Sanders, in my opinion, yeah. just in terms of there are people who just want to be around him, and that's going to help them in the transfer portal. It's going to help them on the recruiting trail. But, oh, by the way, he can coach, and I think that's what he's showing yep. certainly in the last couple of years, but certainly this year. I mean, what he did against NATO's with Kendrick Davis hurt late with Williams falling out, like that was coaching. Yes, sir. That was just Penny being a good coach, and I think that to me is the next phase for him. It's not just about recruiting, which was the narrative. It's not just about the transfer portal. It's not just about the flash and who he was to Memphis. Now people are looking and going, wait a minute, man. This dude's battling the best coaches in America, and I think you got to give him his credit. Absolutely. Hey, Myron, man, great stuff. Appreciate Thank the you time so much, as brother. always.
I appreciate it. Yep. He is Myra Metcalf, joins us uh, throughout the college basketball season. Appreciate his time and insight. We'll come back here on the show. Jason and John, Audi China Pim, ESPN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 